0: I think we just need to, you know, play how we've been playing. Obviously, we, you know, we've already played games without Dame, without, you know, Jeremy, without Nurk. So we, you know, we've gotten a quality game time with each other without, without, you know, the main guys in, on the court. So, um, you know, we have got to change the way we play. We played, honestly, we play the same way every game basically. So, um, you know, we've got to come out and be the a scrapping team. We got to be, we've got to be hungry to win, especially against good teams like Milwaukee and Cleveland, and you know, I mean, obviously Brooklyn beat us as well, so we need to going there with a hunger as well to to get our win back but um and then close it out you know with the knicks and stuff so it'll be a it could be a great trip for us for sure hey rip city it's gp2 here and it's time to open the briefcase with casey hold on
1: greetings blizzard fans and welcome to the briefcase episode eight the Briefcase. I am your host, Casey Holdall, and this is your semi-weekly, semi-updated podcast covering all things Portland Trailblazers, Rip City, and beyond, though we don't actually do a whole lot of beyond just yet. Maybe some point we'll get to some beyond stuff, but for the most part, we're sticking to Rip City for the time being, which makes sense considering there is much going on in Portland right now in the world of basketball. You just heard Anthony Simons talking about what the Treblers need to do to get back on track as a head out on yet another November road trip, four games, seven nights, all through the Eastern Conference, over the Thanksgiving holiday week. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about injuries. We're going to talk about Damian Lillard. We're going to talk about where the team is at on this edition of The Briefcase. After getting off to about as good of a start as you could have expected after the first month of the season, Blazers hit a snag this week, as you would assume they would at some point in time. Definitely not a great week for your Portland Trail Blazers. After returning to Portland riding high thanks to going four and two on a six-game trip, Blazers ended up going one and two in the recent three-game homestand. They managed to get a win versus the Spurs despite not playing all that well, though they were not able to do the same versus the Nets, a team they lost to 109-107 on a tip-in by Royce O'Neal, nor the Jazz, who so they lost to 118-113 Saturday night, despite Utah being on the second out of back-to-back, and of course that doesn't even take into account Damian Lillard, who re-aggravated his right calf in the game versus the Utah Jazz. We'll discuss that in a moment. Not necessarily terrible news there, but certainly not great news either. So currently, the Blazers are at 10-6 after 16 games, which puts them in a four-way tie for second place in the Western Conference with the Utah Jazz currently holding the top spot. Portland's port differential at this point, which some people in the analytics community will tell you is a better indicator of a team's quality than their actual win-loss record, has Portland ranked sixth after 16 games. Checking in on a few of the advanced stats we'll be tracking all season long here on the briefcase the Blazers are 14th in offensive rating which is actually a slight improvement from the last time we checked in at 111.9 points scored per 100 possessions which puts them right in between the Timberwolves in 13th and the Nets in 15th Portland is also 8th in defensive rating, which is actually just slightly worse than last time we checked, at 110.3 points allowed per 100 possessions, with the Wizards in 7th and the Pelicans in ninth. The difference between those two numbers is Portland's net rating, which currently is plus 1.6, and that ranks 12th in the NBA and on the betting front, an even more difficult week than on the wins and losses front for the Portland Trail Blazers, as they failed to cover in any of their three games this week. Blazers are 11-5 and five versus the spread this season, and as I mentioned, their last three games, they failed to cover. They lost to the Jazz when they were favored by 4.5 points. They lost to the Nets when they were favored by 2.5 points, and even though they beat the Spurs, they were favored by 8.5 points and they only won by 7, ergo they did not cover. So a rough week on the betting front for your Portland Trail Blazers, or the people that are betting on the Portland Trail Blazers, I guess I should say. And even though we'll talk about it a little bit more in a minute, the Blazers are eight and a half point underdogs for Monday's game versus the Bucks in Milwaukee in recent news. As I mentioned a moment ago, the Trailblazers fell 118-113 to the Utah Jazz Saturday night to wrap up a three-game homestand at Moda Center. Portland has now lost two games in a row for the first time this season after dropping the previous game to the Nets, as I also mentioned, and have lost three of their last four games. After jumping out to an early lead, only to see it evaporate by the midway point of the second quarter, the Blazers found themselves trailing by as many as 19 points in the third quarter, once again Portland making a habit of getting down double digits in games and then really having to fight their way back, which they did once again, another rally for the Trailblazers, as they've done in basically every single game this season when they've gone down by double digits. And the result of that rally was that Portland even held a one-point lead late in the fourth quarter. The Jordan Clarkson would score eight straight for the Utah Jazz to tilt the scales in their favor. But while the loss was bad enough, losing Damian Lillard to another calf injury added insult to the evening. Dame asked out of the game in the third quarter and did not return, and an MRI taken later the night would show a grade one strain to the soleus muscle in the right lower leg. That's the calf area, basically. So same calf, slightly different injury for Damian as the last time he had this issue a couple weeks ago, causing him to miss five games. He's going to miss some games now. Let's hear what Damian had to say after the game versus Utah about the injury and also about where the team is at right now in terms of their mindset and just some of the Difficulties that they've had during this now completed home stand.
0: Just irritated, irritated it. I um, mean, it wasn't a build up. I, f- I haven't felt it since the first time I strained it and um, took a shot and I started running back. And I just, the first time I heard it, I felt it when it happened. This time I just took off running back on defense and I was just like, what's that? You know, it just felt like it tightened up and um, ran back on defense. We came down on offense. It was a stoppage of play. And I kind of just started to push on my toes. And, you know, it wasn't just like it was getting tight. I can tell that it was irritated. And, you know, I had a conversation with myself, like, you know, I want to see how I feel. But, you know, after sitting for two weeks, I didn't want to go out there and and do the same thing over again. So came out and let them look at it. And, you know, that was it. The only thing that, that came to my mind was, you know, I can tell that it was irritated. It wasn't like a new thing. I could tell it was just I irritated it. I didn't want to make it worse and then be in the same situation i was before and you know that was it i mean it's frustrating man i sat 10 months basically and uh, you know i prepared myself to, to come back and and be out there and i might have missed game, two games before my career one time you know for having a, a calf injury and now you know just having to deal with this is frustrating you know what i mean especially with the start that we've had uh you know we've we've had a really good start and frustrating
1: before you had the surgery would you have taken yourself out for this
0: i probably would have tried to play through it um tonight that was what i was thinking anyway i just tried to come out of the game with a couple minutes left in the third and let them look at it and try to stretch it out and then you know maybe go back in the game but um you know they was just like rubbing around doing like some type of treatment and they was just like yeah i think you know back up off of it and um you know, I gotta respect what they say, and um, I also can't be a fool. You know, I can't try to fight my way through everything and and just hurt myself worse. And uh, you know, it's it's a hard thing to do because that's not that's not what I want to do. You know what I mean? I, I'm always gonna try to try to play, but this. once it's done, I'm I you know, it's nothing I could do about it. So that's that's just the frustrating part about it. My last time I couldn't even walk; my stride was all messed up. I couldn't, I literally couldn't push up into a, a calf raise. And this time I, I feel like I can walk pretty normal. I can just feel that it's, it's irritated. You know, I can, I can just feel it in my cab. Um, the last time was worse, you know, like when I first strained it, it was worse. Like I knew right away. This time is like, the reason why I took myself out is because I w- was like hopeful that, you know, even if I do have to sit right now, we can kind of get ahead of it instead of me staying out here and maybe putting myself in the worst position. So hopefully that, you know, ends up being a, Did you a have- good decision. No, I'm not concerned. Um, you know, I think this is part of it. You know, you we've had game winners. We've, you know, won tough games. We've won road games. We, you know, we've had a good start, you know, 10 and 6 um, with a tough schedule. We've played a lot of good teams. We've had a good start, but I think that. It, what you got to look at is we're not the only team dealing with this you know it's a lot of guys around the league that get banged up missing games you know and that's that's part of it you know injuries happen you know you have uh games where you don't perform as well you know things don't go well tonight I thought we competed we just didn't make shots we got a lot of shots that we we always get we just didn't make them so I think it's it's just part of the game and I think the teams that are able to deal with these moments and keep pushing forward and not let it you know, wear on them to the point, like you saying, you know, are you concerned or what do you say to the fans? Like, it's not that deep. You know, I think you just got to keep, keep doing what we've been doing, you know, stay true to it and keep believing, stay together and understand that this is part of it. You know, when you don't understand that and you think it's the end of the world and, oh, we play, you know, two games, you know, I don't think we played great this entire home stretch, even the game we won against San Antonio, but that's also part of it. And, uh, um, we had a chance to win. We won the San Antonio game. We had a chance to win the Brooklyn game. And tonight we gave ourselves a chance again. So I think that's the the bright side of it is that, you know, we didn't play great, but we had a chance in each game. So, you know, um, in the past few years, we probably would have lost by
1: 18 or 20 tonight, you know. So, I mean, we just got to keep going. So there you go. A little perspective from Damian Lillard. And I wouldn't say he's... I don't think he's concerned. I think he's frustrated right now. I just think that this is not what he was envisioning when he decided to have that surgery last year. His hope was to be able to come back, really hit the ground running, having all that time off to rehab and get his mind right. And then to have these kind of small things here and there, these these small soft tissue injuries, which are some of the most difficult to deal with. You just have to be so careful with them that you can't really play through them like you could an ankle or something else. And I mean, and heck, Damien played through that core muscle injury for four seasons. And I, I know that there's probably a certain part of him that feels like, well, hey, if I could do that, why can't I get through this little calf injury I have and you know, I, I know the team is going to take things real slow with injuries this year. I thought Sean Hyken had a good post talking about how careful they're going to be this season with these kind of issues, whether it's Dame, whether it's Gary, whether it's Shaden, whether it's Nurk, whether it's Keon Johnson, they are really going to make sure that they're not putting anyone in a position where they're going to be injured long-term. So considering that, not at all surprised to hear the team say that Damien is going to be reevaluated in one to two weeks, meaning that at the bare minimum, he will not play on this four-game road trip. And again, a caveat there that that that's just for being reevaluated. That's not necessarily for returning to play, though Damian did come on the road trip, as did Gary Payton, too, by the way, as well, who also is a few weeks away from being reevaluated again. So maybe those timelines line up yet to be seen. But we know that both those guys will not play on this trip, but both guys are on the trip with the team. And speaking of that trip, the Blazers are back out on the road to play four games over the course of seven nights, starting with a Monday night tilt versus the Bucks in Milwaukee, five o'clock start time on Root Sports Plus and on Rip City Radio 6:20am. After that, it's on to Cleveland to face the Cavaliers Wednesday night, after which the team heads to New York City for Thanksgiving on Thursday, a game versus the Knicks on Friday day off on Saturday, and then a Sunday matinee versus the Nets in Brooklyn before taking a cross-country flight home for one game to host the Clippers, and then heading right back out for two games over the course of four nights, starting with a back-to-back versus the Lakers. So a tough end to what was already a very difficult month in November. Blazers are going to be doing it without a number of their key players, but they've been able to have success this season on the road without some of those guys already anyways. Does that mean they'll be able to do it again on this trip against some very good competition? That is yet to be seen. And we'll see that over the next couple of days. And we'll talk about that the next time on The Briefcase. Thank you so much for joining us on this edition. Please, if you could like and subscribe to The Briefcase, it would save me a little bit of work and it would do my heart wonders. We'll talk to you next time, probably from Cleveland, perhaps from New York City. The holiday does throw a bit of a kick into the scheduling of the podcast, but we'll get it figured out. So whether it's in Cleveland or whether it's in New York, we'll talk to you again soon. We'll see you online. Travel is just bucks Monday night. So thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Travel safe.